start by telling me a bit about your time at Mausel? Walk me through some of those memories, what you, what you feel about the club and, and everything that goes with it. Yeah, I, um, I didn't really know what I was getting into when I first went. Um, I went down there as part of the interview process and I met Fletch and I met Tim. Put a little session on for a few of the boys um, and then they gave me the tour uh, around, around Mausel, around the pitch. Obviously, I met uh, Billy Jacker. I mean, that is one of the best pitchers that you'll see in, in the Football League, never mind uh, at the level that we were at that point. You've, you've jumped up a couple of leagues since. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just refreshing for me. I'd, I'd had my time at Torquay as manager. I'd found myself uh, having a look at what else there was out there when I'd left. Um, and this opportunity came up and I hadn't played properly for probably 12 months but the job itself was player coach manager academy director um, and it just gave me an opportunity to do a bit of everything so I love the day-to-day -day. I, I love coaching the boys we had the, the, the little full-time program where I'd, I'd kind of take the lads on a Tuesday Thursday Friday morning the full-time boys and on a Tuesday night and a Thursday night I'd take the group as a whole with the part-time lads um, and it was just a great opportunity to kind of hone my skills a little bit as a coach. Brilliant for me to carry on playing. Um, and I, I enjoyed that side of it. I enjoyed the year I played there as much as I've enjoyed um, any other years playing. Um, and it was just a fascinating job. You know, we're working with uh, Matty James in the, in the youth and trying to get the numbers up and trying to make sure that the programme was what it should be. Um, all the while trying to win games but the beauty of Mauser was it wasn't just trying to win games it was winning it in a, in a certain way um, my remit was basically that the goalkeeper was not to kick the ball out of his hands um, we were to play like at the time it was Man City or Leeds um, that the way they played so uh, I know that I had more chance of getting sacked winning 4-0 and smacking the ball up the pitch than I did if we'd have lost 1-0 but played properly um, and it was brilliant. It was quite empowering, I think. You know, my message to the players was generally that you will not go long. We're going we're gonna to play out and we're going to play out of trouble. And if you give the ball away, it's my fault. Um, and there's a certain power that comes with that. And it was a, a fascinating challenge because obviously when we were at home, we had a perfect pitch. We had everything in our favour and we could go and do what we wanted to do. And when we played away, teams knew what we wanted to do. And I remember playing at one or two places, and I, I won't name them, that had left the, the grass as long as they could leave it, had done everything they could to disrupt what we did, and, and I certainly don't blame them for that. And, and so the challenge then was to stick to your principles and stick to how you played, despite the fact that every condition was against you. And mm. I thought, you know, my time there, that the lads, Bertie, Billy, Paolo, um, Adele, Gez, you know, lo loads of really good players that had been there a little while and they knew what they were getting into. They were keen to be coached, they were keen to learn and they, and they were keen to do things that the miles away and, and they did and I really enjoyed my season there. You must be looking forward to going back then in July and seeing some of those familiar faces. Yeah, it'd be brilliant, it'd be brilliant. I know the pitch will be magnificent at that stage as well. Um, it was always a lovely little clubhouse and the, the people there, you know, from the chairman to the volunteers and, and everybody in between were incredibly friendly, looked after me um, and, and made me feel really welcome. You know, when, it, when I, I hadn't really heard of Mausel when I first took the job um, and I didn't think it was as far away. I live in Torquay and it still took me two, two and a half hours to get there. But it certainly became a, a, you know, a part of me, a part of my career. And, and I've got a, a lot of fond memories from working with those people. And I look forward to, to going back there. For you personally, can you talk me through a bit about how it's gone from first team manager at Mausel to now 
entering the 23-24 season, assistant manager at Exeter? Yeah, just classic football, really. It moves quick. So, you know, I, a year before I took the, the Mausel job, I was talking manager. Um, I had a bit of time out of football and, and, and had a look at what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. Mausel came up, loved it the, the time I was there for that season. Um, when I left, I did a bit of scouting. And then the opportunity to come to Exeter as, as head of coaching came about. And the head of coaching role is fairly new. It's, it's you know, in its infancy, probably six, eight years now, it's really been getting pushed over in this country. And it's about trying to coach the coaches, trying to help coaches find their way, find their style, um, try and, I wouldn't say educate, that's a bit strong, but try and uh, guide and, and help them with their own coaching journey and, and using my experiences uh, to do that while going on courses uh, that the Premier League fund to get better myself. So essentially you're going out of the building to learn new skills, new ways and, and um, new ideas and then bring them back and see if it's something that you can implement within your resources, within your building. But uh, you can work with the coaches on it and it, it was an amazing course. It was an amazing job really for, for three and a half years I did that. and. I learned so much. It was like a, essentially, it was like an education in football. You end up with a degree at the end of it from the Premier League in coach development. So it really was uh, an education in football. Um, but as time went on, I missed working with a team and working with players. Um, I missed being out on the grass. Um, I think that's one of my strengths, and it was something that you didn't get to implement as much from that role. So I, I, I did my time. I learned a lot. The people in the academy that work here are fantastic people, and there's a uh, a long track record of success of, of players coming through that academy and hopefully I played a small part in that while I was uh, in that, uh, that side of the building. And then I, I applied and I was lucky enough to get the under-18s job here, um, which gave me the opportunity to be out with the team, working every day with the same group of players, trying to implement an environment and a culture and put my stamp on something that's um, already well established and was working well. Um, and that was what I thought I was, I was in for for the, for the season just gone. And then in October, Matt Taylor, Wayne Carlisle, Dan Green all, all moved on. Um, I stepped in as, as caretaker for three weeks, loved that experience, had some really, really good times winning away at Barnsley and, and beating Fleetwood in the last minute at home. And I had some tough losses against uh, Oxford and, um, and Charlton. So learned a lot quickly there about League One. And then Gary Coldwell came in as, as manager and I worked with him for a couple of weeks without really knowing where it was going. We hit it off quite well, um, complimented each other and, and how each other work. And, uh, and he offered me the, the role as assistant and I didn't have to think twice. Um, and then the roller coaster carried on from there, really. The, the, the League One season had plenty of ups and downs. I think the, the players applied themselves well. Um, we had some really, real good performances, some really, real good results. Um, we finished okay, 14th. I think we all felt we could have done better. Um, but the, the remit at the start of the season was to stay in the league and establish ourselves. And so I suppose, in a way, that, that job was done. Um, but I think you always want more. Uh, we spent the last eight, nine months learning a lot about the league, learning a lot about ourselves and, and about the players. And, and we're looking forward to, to starting the next season and having another crack at it. With this pre-season fixture coming up against Mausel, can you tell me a bit about how those talks went about to get the game on? 
and, and how important you can you feel it can be for, for the people of Mosul? Yeah, so I, I've kept in touch with a few of the guys. You know, I speak to Fletch fairly regularly. I speak to Andy Graham, who was there as, as my assistant. Um, and uh, I think it's it, it was just something that Fletch had been at me all season about trying to get players on loan there, and it didn't really work out. He'd been at me about could we do something in pre-season, and we don't really start looking at that until um, early part of the year. And then at just the right time, he kind of asked again. We, we had started planning. The idea of, um, of coming over there was good, but we've decided to tie it in with a, a couple of nights over there, which is going to allow us to, to not just work on the football and the fitness, but also the, the team spirit and the, the bonding, getting to know some of the new players that will be in. Um, and I think it'll be something that's a, a little bit different. I'm sure the lads and the, the staff will enjoy it, but Fletch was keen to get something on. Um, uh, it allows, you know, it allows us to go over there. I know that when teams, you know, a League One team will come to Mausel, I'm sure a few people will turn up to watch. We know how important it is for for teams that um, they get a big game in pre-season. Financially, it can really help. Um, there is possible opportunities for for our young players to go on loan there, so they can have a look at those players, and, and our players can have a look at uh, at Mausel, see what they're about and how they play. And you know, I know Jake from. Uh, my playing days and being in and around the area and, and the way the team plays is very much in line with what I was talking about when, when I was there. Um, I went to watch them a season before last, I went to watch them at Buckland uh, when they played in the league um, and they play some really, really good football. So it'll be a good opportunity for us to, to pit ourselves against that early in pre-season, get some minutes in the legs of the players and, uh, and enjoy what Mausel has to offer. Where does it fit within your pre-season plans? Where did that Obviously, with Fletcharski for the game, but as Exeter, a League One side to take on that sort of that sort of game. What what conversations went on to get that to happen? Well, I, you knew what you're going into. It, it, from from my point of view, I know you're going to play on a top top pitch. I know how good Billy Jacker is at, at what he does and how good that pitch will be. Um, you know, it's a nice part of the world, so the social side of it came into it a little bit. Uh, you know the way the team play. You, you're not going somewhere where they're just going to try and kick lumps out of you and make a name for themselves. They're going to want to show that they can. They can go toe-to-toe and outplay us, not just kick us about. And it's early on in our pre-season, it's our second game. So, it, you know, the, the lads will most likely, will play 45 minutes each. We'll have the whole squad there um, ready to play. So, uh, you know, the, there'll be a, a, an experience where some of the older players are, are getting what they need and some of the younger players are getting to show what they're about. So it's quite a nice mix, really, of, of, of everything that, that we have to offer in a, a safe you know, high quality environment that allows us to start to build our pre-season as we want to go on. So it was a, a no-brainer, really. You have, must have seen Melzel winning the Western League this season. You know what it's like to experience a promotion with the side, but seeing it from afar and seeing where Melzel are going now, was that a good feeling for you? Oh, I, I follow their results every week, yeah. So I do speak to, to Fletch and a few of the guys. Um, Gibbo's still there as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he, he owes me a cup of soup and a, a moose juice when I get there. I, I, he can explain that too. Um, but yeah, I think the um, just the, the, the whole thing, the, following them, seeing what they're trying to do, how they're trying to do it. It wasn't a case of, when I was there, there was a misconception that it was just somebody throwing loads of money at the players and everybody thought I was on crazy big money and all the rest of it. It wasn't like that at all. It was about trying to build an infrastructure and a sustainable model so that it's not just a flash in the pan like you get 
Um, and I think they've probably proven that because they've had success over the last two years. I know they just missed out last year. Mm. Um, this year, they, they, they got the job done and they did it really well with their style and with their brand. Um, next year is going to be a massive test because the, the levels, they rise pretty steeply and they get harder. But I know they won't go away from doing things how they do it. So I'll be fascinated to see how they get on in the next level up. I've got a few questions from Adam Fletcher. He wanted, to, he wanted to fire, fire a few in. He wanted me to ask you about the travel in your Mini. Yeah, so I, uh, I had an old banged out Mini when I was doing all that and it was very comfortable. It cost me a lot of money because it was falling apart. Um, but yeah, I, I, I quite, part of me quite a lot. I used to get up early on a um, uh, Monday, the lads would work with Gareth O'Neill and do a, a fitness session on the Monday morning. Um, Tuesday, I would get up early and drive over there in the banged out Mini get there just about, take the lads for a morning session, the full-time group, um, and then we do a little bit of work on the academy and how we're going to build numbers and the, the philosophies and so on. And then on the night, we'd go over and we'd train with the, uh, the main group. Um, I'd drive home after that, again, many, many miles in that car. Uh, it, and then the, the Wednesday was a day off. Some of the lads would do another S&C session with, um, with Gareth. Thursday was the same as a Tuesday. I'd be up early over there, hoping that I'd get there in one piece. And then I'd stay over Thursday night and Friday for the game. And uh, yeah, the Mini unfortunately gave up on me about yeah, two years ago now. It, it died. It died on the way up a hill. And, uh, and that was the end of it. But we had some good times. Finally, he says, how about singing Brown Eyed Girl in the clubhouse after promotion? It was Stand By Me, not Brown Eyed Girl. Oh. I have still got the video on my, uh, on my thing. That's my go-to song, to be fair. I think I sang that in my initiation with the Exeter Boys as well. So it's either Stand By Me, My Way by Sinatra, or You've Lost That Loving Feeling. I, I flip between those three, depending on how comfortable I'm feeling. But those initiations are, are generally quite terrifying, but I'd done that many at the stage that I was at Marsal that it, it wasn't too big a deal, really. And, uh, and I enjoyed... Uh, I'm sure the players enjoyed it more than me because I think I've got a, a, a fantastic voice. I suppose one final one from me. 11th of July, Mulls versus Exeter. What would your message be to anyone listening to who's thinking of coming to the game? Come and have a look. Yeah, come and, I think whether you're a Mousel fan, an Exeter fan who's living down there or just you're in the area and it's something to come and take in, I think it'll be some, some high-quality football. I think there'll be a fantastic little atmosphere there, which th there always was. There'll be plenty going on. Hopefully the, the weather's nice. Um, I'm sure Mousel will put some stuff on around and about the ground and, uh, and, and they might see something they really enjoy and they want to go back to again. Thank you.